Have you ever had anybody tell you that you need to give yourself credit, that you need to congratulate yourself, that you need to pat yourself on the back, that you need to encourage yourself by giving yourself credit? I mean, I've definitely seen it. It's it's one of the more popular things, like when I worked on a coach or if I'm scrolling Instagram, give yourself some credit, right? This was so hard because I'm like, yes, but how? Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. You know, like I'm not a student in school. You know, I'm not working for an A. This is not extra credit. Nobody's handing me a paper that's like, you have earned 50 points of credit. So how do you give yourself credit? I, I think that we can all kind of acknowledge that it's important to give yourself credit. Uh, but just in case you're on the fence about whether or not it is important, giving yourself credit, like when you were a kid and you got the gold star, somebody literally did pat you on the back or said, great job, or I see how hard you're working. Or, or when you went from, you know, learning to ride your bike, maybe, and you went from training wheels to, you know, a big kid bike and, and somebody was there going, hey, look at you. Or maybe you were the one like, look at me. Look how fast I can go without falling down. This is amazing. That kind of credit, that kind of acknowledgement is what helps you stay motivated. It's what makes you want to keep going. That kind of acknowledgement of your progress lets you know, oh, I am capable of learning. I am capable of progress. I am capable of doing awesome things. So it's so important that you learn to give yourself credit. So like I said, that was so hard for me for so long. I was so good at putting myself down. I was so good at um, noting how far I had not come. I was so good at noting how much I still had to do and so bad at noting what I had done and giving myself those pats in the back and being like, good job, Mel. And this is one of those changes I made that made such a big difference in my productivity and like how I feel about myself, how I feel about life. So let's talk about the four steps that you can use to give yourself credit and to make that habit. So step one is to set finish lines. Set finish lines. Here's what I mean by that. Um, let's say you're writing a book and you're going you're gonna to write a whole book, okay? A finish line could be finishing the whole book, right? But depending on your level of experience and how fast of a writer you are, how much time you can devote to that, that could be a finish line that you're going to cross anywhere between, you know, one month from now and 10 years from now, right? I know people who have been working on their first book for 10 years. That finish line is so far away. So when you're working on a big project, any goal, right? Set a finish line that is in the foreseeable future that you know you can cross in the next week or the next two weeks or maybe every day. A lot of times when I'm teaching about habits, I'll call them 
repeating finish line goals because a habit, every time you do the habit, you're crossing a finish line. Okay. So if the habit is I'm going to write for 30 minutes every day or X number of words every day or five days a week, every time you do that thing, you are crossing a finish line. And every time you cross a finish line, it's an opportunity to go down this path of giving yourself credit. So when you have a big goal, set a finish line and set a finish line that sets future you up for success, not sets future you up to fail. And here's what I mean. A finish line that sets future you up for success is one that you know you can cross, right? There's a lot of, sometimes I get a little pushback when I teach this, right? So I want to make sure that I'm really clear. Yes, it's important to push yourself. Of course it is. If you can consistently write 500 words a day without a problem um, and and your goals are like, I'm going to write 500 words this month. Does that push yourself? No, right? But let's say you've never had a writing habit. You've never had a consistent writing habit. Saying that you're going to go from nothing to 500 words a day, is that pushing yourself or is that setting yourself up to fail? Do you see the difference? When you set yourself up to fail, you set a goal that you have not trained for, okay? This would be like if you've never run before and you're like, tomorrow I shall run a 5K. What? Right? It takes training. It takes conditioning to do those things. So set finish lines that, yeah, sure, they push you, right? They keep you going. They make a difference. They move the needle, which means they matter, right? They make a difference in in your overall goal. If your goal is to write a book and you set a finish line that's like, today I'm going to clean my office. Does that move the needle towards your finished book? No, it doesn't. Is it nicer to have a clean office? Yes. Will you be able to concentrate better? Maybe. So it's tangential to your goal, but it doesn't move the needle. So set a finish line that moves the needle and like, don't be a jerk about it. You know what I mean? Like, don't be the little kid soccer coach who like throws chairs and, and like, I, I'm, I don't know why I try to make sports analogies because I don't know sports things. I almost said kicks people out of the game, but I don't think the coach coach does that. The, the black and white stripy shirt guy does that. Referee, maybe. Not umpire. That's baseball. I know some things. I should stop. No more sports analogies, Mel. Be the encouraging coach, okay, to yourself when you set your finish lines. Don't be a jerk about it, okay? I think we've got that. So that's step one, set finish lines. Because if you don't set finish lines, how do you know when you're accomplishing things, right? If you only set these gigantic goals that are like, will take you one to eight years to finish, that's not very satisfying. And that's not going to give you a habit of giving yourself credit. That's what we're building here. A habit of giving yourself credit regularly. So step two is to then acknowledge your accomplishments. You set the finish lines. You have to acknowledge that you have crossed one, right? So when I say 
acknowledge or take note of your accomplishments, I mean, you literally need to do something. Okay. There literally needs to be an action. Taking note just can't be, oh, I saw that thing and it flitted through my brain and that was taking note. And now I'm good. You know, maybe you need to write down. Maybe at the end of the day, you need to write a done list and not just look. This is different than just looking at your list of things that you crossed off. A done list is literally like sitting down with your journal and being like, today I walked the dog and I kept my kids alive and I fed everybody and I did the grocery shopping and I worked on my book because I am amazing and I exercised. And, you know, these are the kind of things that we never give ourselves credit for. Right. Um, I never like to make blanket statements, but I will say that a lot of the women that I have worked with especially fall into this trap. So if you are male or female, if you're somebody who's taking care of a lot of other people, there are going to be things you do out of habit that you don't ever give yourself credit for. Right. Getting people to school, taking care of your parents, maybe helping with homework, making sure there's food in the house. That's all important stuff that takes effort and takes energy. And gosh darn it, no, you don't have to do it because you don't have to do anything. So telling yourself like, oh, I just do it because I have to, or, you know, of course I'm going to do that. Who wouldn't do that? Other people don't do that. Okay. The way you take care of your family is special and you deserve to give yourself some credit for doing that. So taking note of your accomplishment, whether it's a finish line that we said, you know what, I'm going to cross, I'm going to walk a mile today. And that's a finish line you set and you, you cross. Or it's some of those things that like you don't even think about. Of course, you don't need to write on your list, feed cats. The cats will annoy the snot out of you until you feed them, right? You're not going to forget, so you don't write it down. But still, you... You fed the cats, right? You cared for them today. That took effort. So whether it was a finish line you set or one that you just naturally cross regularly because it's already a habit, taking note might mean literally writing down, writing down that to done list, that done list at the end of the day. It might mean starting a, um, when I was in coaching, I started what I ended up calling a pride book. And for me, that meant, writing down things I was especially proud of. And it's right here. This is my pride book and I picked a special notebook for it because it's my Kajabi hero notebook. And uh, Kajabi is what I use to host my Unlock Your Five Star Future course. And uh, they only send you this when you when you sell a certain number of seats. So I was like proud of getting the notebook. And then I write in the notebook things I am proud of having accomplished, right? So whether it was, I had a really good coaching with somebody and I feel great about how I handled it. Whether it was, you know, like some of those things, some of those family things, right? You know, like some days it's hard to find time to walk the dogs, right? It's hard to make that time. But you know what, dang it, I did it. Yay, good job, me. Anything, you can write anything in your pride book. It might also mean taking note might also mean speaking out loud. So that can be to yourself. I think we all know I talk to myself. Like, I feel like I give that vibe. If I don't, I do. I talk to myself a lot out loud. 
Um, there have been times that I have been talking to my son and I've been like, uh, you know, aren't you listening to me? And he goes, no. I'm like, there's nobody else here. I'm talking. What do you think's happening? And he goes, you talk to yourself all the time. I thought you were talking to yourself. So it might literally mean talking to yourself out loud. It might mean talking to another person. Okay. Because there's something that happens when you have to organize your thoughts enough to write them down or say them out loud. Okay. It can't just flit through. It won't, it won't come out of your pen or your mouth if it's just like flitting through. You have to organize it. Have, have you ever figured something out while you were saying it out loud? Like you didn't even know that that was the point. Or I've been writing um, a lesson in my course, right? And I've been working on it for like a week or something. And all of a sudden it comes together in a way that I'm like, what? That's so clever. I didn't know that's where that was going. I know I'm not the only one with this. So write it down or say it out loud to acknowledge your accomplishment. Okay, so that's step two. And before we go on to the step three and step four, let me say this. If you are struggling with giving yourself credit, if, if you're watching this and you're like, oh gosh, that's me right? If you are the kind of person who, like past Mel, you really like to be hard on yourself and you feel like you hear a lot of advice about don't be lazy and like push yourself and all this, but you just, you just constantly feel like, oh, like you're not doing good enough. Um, I want to encourage you to go to meljolly.com forward slash joy and do my free e-course. I have a free e-course that will send you an email once a day for 28 days, and it's a five-minute commitment. But let me walk you through developing a habit of being a little kinder to yourself, of caring for yourself, of doing something nice for yourself day after day after day, and see what that does to your productivity and your, your overall mood. Okay, so that's meljolly.com forward slash joy. All right, step three, giving yourself credit. Use your love language. So are you familiar with the uh, five love languages quiz? This is, this is going to be a chance for us to get even more specific with acknowledging your finish lines, okay? And, and loving on yourself for, for crossing those finish lines. The five love language quiz, um, you can just Google it, take the quiz, developed by Gary Chapman. Um, the quiz and the books and the whole process is designed to help you figure out the best way to love other people in your life. So like um, my husband's love language is acts of service, right? So if his love language is acts of service and I want to show him that I love him instead of buying him a gift, you know, I would do something nice for him. Okay. I have also found that the way we want to be loved by other people is also a great way to love ourselves, okay? Here's what I mean. The five love languages, take the quiz, but the five love languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, gifts, quality time, and touch, okay? If your love language is words of affirmation, 
which is what mine is. That's why I'm constantly like, say it out loud. I will go um, talk to another person. I'll go to my sister and I'll be like, I did something amazing today. And she'll be like, great job. That's exactly what I need because words of affirmation are my love language. Okay. That's why I'm like, good job, Mel. Right. Works great for me. But if that's not your love language, it's not going to work the same for you. Right. So if your love language is acts of service, maybe when you cross a finish line, you need to do something kind for yourself. Maybe you need to do something for your body or mind. Maybe you need to take a walk. Maybe you need to meditate. Maybe you need to take like a nice hot bath. Okay. You need to do an act of service for yourself. Maybe you clean the bathroom. Like I know people who like to clean as a reward and I'm not even lying. Okay. But it's an act of service for yourself. If your love language is gifts, this is pretty simple. You cross the finish line. You can give yourself a gift. It doesn't have to be expensive, right? It can be nice stickers. And it could be that every time you cross the finish line, you get to use one of your fancy stickers on your calendar or in your planner. Let's say your act of uh, your love language is quality time, okay? Maybe that means you cross your finish line, you do something you really enjoy. Maybe you take 30 minutes and you read for fun or sit in your hammock or sit on your deck. I love sitting on my deck, right? That's not even my love language, but you spend some quality time on something you enjoy. If your love language is touch, maybe the reward is like a nice lotion. You know, like you like to rub some nice lotion into your hands. Maybe that one is take a bath, right? Maybe you cuddle with a pet, okay? In all of this though, the most important thing is that you make the connection. You make the connection between, I did something that I feel good about. And because of that, now I am taking a bath, reading a book, snuggling with my dog, talking out loud to myself, calling my sister and getting her to praise me, right? It's important that you make that mental connection. That's why in the previous step, I was like, write it down or say it out loud, because I want you to slow down enough to go, I did this, now I get to do that. Now I get to have that. I get to experience this other thing. Make sense? So step three, use your own love language and just heap it on yourself. Figure out your love language and just give yourself the self-love that comes from giving yourself credit. Okay, last thing. Last step. And giving yourself credit. Note when you did your best. Note when you did your best. Here's what I mean. Life's not all about finish lines. I love to talk about finish lines, right? Because I feel like so often we're not giving ourselves credit because we're making progress, but we're never making benchmarks. We're never setting finish lines that we can cross. We're never noting the things that we do for other people. We're never noting what we do because we have to, or because, you know, that's just what you do. That's just what moms do. No, it isn't, okay? It's what you choose to do because that's the kind of person you are, because you love somebody, because you want to give them a good life. It's not just what moms do, so don't brush it off as nothing. Sometimes we can be very hard on ourselves, right? We're not giving ourselves credit. We're not noting our finish lines. 
we are noting the ways that we didn't do so good, right? We're so good at noting. It's just like if you write a book and it gets like 20 great reviews and one bad review, which review do you remember? Right? We're designed to remember the negative things. So same thing with ourselves, right? It's very common in uh, these journals that you can buy that at the end of the day, you do like a reflective end of the day journaling. And a lot of times one of the questions is, one thing I could have done better today is, which can be great because yeah, we're seeking self-improvement. That's why you're watching me, right? Because you wanna do better and be better, right? And you're growing into this version of future you. But if you're not in a good place, that question can be really damaging. What could I have done better today? Everything. I could have done everything better. I was in a bad mood or was, sorry, I was on my period, right? Those days are not as good as the days when you are not on your period. They just aren't. Your best on those days is not the same as your best on other days. So instead of what could I have done better, if you find that that question is like, if the answer to that question is everything and it's not helping challenge yourself, then maybe the question you need to ask yourself at the end of the day is how was I doing my best? How was I doing my best for today? Okay. Maybe your best for today was taking care of all those things that are habit and it was exhausting and you took care of the people and the creatures that you love and then you were tired, okay? So you took a nap and maybe that was doing your best because you needed to recharge, okay? It'd be very easy to look at that day and say, what could I do better? What could I have done better? Well, instead of taking a nap, I could have worked on my podcast. Oh, bad self right? Acknowledge how you're doing the best. Find the balance between pushing for improvement and beating yourself up, okay? You've got to be your own best cheerleader. Like if there's anything, if there's anything you learned from me, I hope it's that you learn that you have to encourage you. Like when people say you are loved, you are worthy, you are enough, that has to come from you, You have to be the one saying, I am enough. I am doing my best. I am worthy. It's got to come from you. You've got to be your own best cheerleader. So get in this habit. This is my challenge to you. This is my challenge to you this week. Find a finish line that you can cross, even if it's watching this video, okay? Because you've learned something. I hope you've learned something. You learned something, right? You worked on yourself. Set a finish line. Take note of your accomplishments, whether it was a finish line you set or just a thing you do because you're awesome, right? You're awesome and you exercise all the time. Good for you. That's a great habit to have and you still deserve credit for it, even though you've been doing it for 20 years or whatever it is. And then discover, if you don't already know your love language, take the quiz. Just search five love languages quiz 
and figure out how you can start heaping that love on yourself. And most importantly, even on those days that you're like, what? Everything's terrible. Nothing good has happened. I am awful. Even on those days, look for how you were doing your gosh darn best. Because you know what? I don't even have to know you to know that most of the time you are doing your best, right? It's just sometimes you're tired. Sometimes you're sick. Sometimes you're upset. Sometimes you're dealing with other things. And not every day is perfect. Actually, no days are perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. Sooner we embrace that, the better. Okay? So get in the habit of giving yourself credit. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're going to have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, download the free Becoming Future You Starter Guide at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash start.